KCL or live with thanks to Fairgreen Shopping Centre Carlo, helping you step out of the sweatpants and into style. See fairgreen.ie. Now, you might be aware that tomorrow is World Homeless Day. I was actually reading this morning that across the country, family homelessness has increased by 53% since July 2016 up to summer of this year. And of course, that does not take into account people who are, say, sofa surfing or those who are living in temporary accommodation. Well, we're joined now by Noel Sherry, who is the manager of the Good Shepherd Centre in Kilkenny. Tomorrow, they're marking the day, World Homeless Day, by opening their doors to the public for a coffee and cookies event to to spread awareness about the work being done, basically, to prevent homelessness in Kilkenny. Noel, thanks very much for joining us this morning. Noel, how much of an issue is homelessness in Kilkenny? Um, I, I suppose it, it it remains a a very very pertinent issue. Um, we're seeing um, the emergence of a new group. Um, what's what's very 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 clear is that new group is what some people are referring to as the new homeless, um, because they're they're only becoming homeless because um, they can't find access to either rental accommodation or, or don't have the, the means to access a mortgage. Where, where we're seeing that is that 25% of the people actually in the centre at the minute are holding down full-time employment. Um, and their only real issue is the fact that rental accommodation is not available to them. Um, yeah. I, I think that's harrowing. Um, what most people forget, Carl, is that the experience of homelessness itself is traumatic. It does cause a level of trauma. People out working every day don't imagine that they're going to ever have to walk into a homeless shelter. Um, and that it, it in itself is absolutely horrific for some of them. Um, we're also seeing, since the lifting of the eviction ban, we're also seeing a steady increase in the number of people uh, facing NTQs now, or terminations from rental accommodation. Now, the worrying thing is, this is where this whole issue of the invisible homelessness takes on a whole form of itself, because for families, many of them will initially be accommodated within their own family structures or their own support structures. But over a period of time, with a lack a lack of access to move on housing, um, we're going to find more and more of these people coming into homelessness. So it's a very worrying trend when you see nationally that NTQs remain at a high level. And of course, the thing is too, isn't it, Noel, that that not only does it affect you on a on a physical level, you know, of not having a home, not having a place to call your own a safe place because we all yeah. that's what we all strive for is is a home you know our, our, play, our little story, oasis yeah. to go to but not only do you have that issue but following on from that of course you have the the psychological the emotional the mental issues that yeah. arise as a result of not having that yeah i i think sometimes it starts off as a real feeling of hopelessness a real feeling of despair i think i think for many it uh, quadruples into a absolute state of depression. Um, housing for all, the government policy says that no one should be in homeless services for any longer than six months. We're f- finding, particularly in, in times like this, that that average will be much longer than six months. Um, that's an indictment for some people. Yeah. That's 
that's and there's no pun intended in this, but that's worse than a prison sentence. Yeah. But but you actually haven't done anything wrong. The only because a lot of people are blamed for their state of homelessness. But imagine someone who can't find a place to rent. You can't blame those people for that. And do, do, you, do you think, though, that, sorry, Noel, do, you, do you think that's changing, though, now that maybe the penny is dropping, over, you know, across the country that because there are so few places to rent and those that are available to rent are so ridiculously expensive that that penny now that, well, actually, it's not really people's fault. I think maybe once upon a time we had this idea in our heads that, well, homeless people were those who kind of, you know, slept under under bridges and were there because of, you know, their own volition kind of thing. But but that has absolutely yeah. changed, yeah? I don't believe so, no. Don't you? Um, now, that's interesting. No, 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 no. Um, I don't think so. I think because more people are experiencing it, a, a wider perspective has developed. But but that absolute intrinsic understanding that it isn't someone's fault for becoming homelessness, I think that's still very prevalent today. And... The people, therefore, that are coming to you, that are coming to the Good Good Shepherd, what yes. is, actually t- tell us about the work that the Good Shepherd actually, what you do to to try and combat this or to try and help people. Yeah, well, I mean, on the one hand, we have a small specialist housing association that offers um, thirty five uh, placements for families and single people. Um, that's an alternative to hostels and hotels. Saves save the exchequer around 1.1 million a year in hostel and hotel costs and it gives those families and single people a a, a more normal space to be in and I can't say the importance of that Um, because whilst people are becoming homeless they're they're held and supported within a traditional housing setting which reduces trauma particularly on children which is something I think is it's a fantastic thing to be able to say and do. Um, we don't receive any statutory funding for that. So what we do, we work with people the exact same way we would in the centre. So when people come into the centre, the first thing they're offered is emergency bed, access to clothes, food. Um, people are, are then assessed in terms of their needs. Um, people are then uh a, a care plan or support plan is developed in conjunction with other organisations in, in, in order to provide a wraparound of, of health and, and where appropriate addiction and mental health services all work together towards um, providing stabilising uh, stabilising and, and treatment for health issues mm-hmm. and for in those other cases where there's addiction, um, we also look at things like harm reduction and moving people into uh, treatment pathways in conjunction with local addiction services such as ARDU. Um, that, at the very essence, is, is what we do. We also ensure that they're registered with the local authority for housing and we advocate with the local authority for, for housing solutions. Up to around five years ago, it could have been expected to find most of those housing solutions through private rented accommodation. In Kilkenny in particular, and Carlo, um, private rented accommodation is in a state of collapse. So it is no longer a tangible move-on solution for people who are experiencing homelessness. 
So other innovations and social housing um, is required to fill that gulf. You have an open day tomorrow between 11 and 12 noon where basically you're inviting the public to to come and have a a cup of tea or a cup of coffee with you to find out the work that you do. Um, I'm going to assume that it's you're going to offer advice to anybody who perhaps is facing homelessness or facing a, uh, you know, a tougher, challenging time. And also the hope would be that you would get, you know, more support from the public to help you continue the, the great work that you do. Yeah, I mean, I would settle for understanding sometimes, but I think we're also responsible for helping people create that understanding. One of the greatest supports in life is is for someone to understand you. What we're finding is, as well as this new group emerging called New Homeless, we also are seeing more and more people becoming much more complex or much more chronically homeless. And, And we're seeing that across the country. This is not something unusual to Kilkenny. And there's multiple factors around why we are seeing these increases. Um, and I suppose for people to see, for people to have the opportunity to come up and see us, find out a little bit more about who we are and what we do and why we do it, maybe talk a little bit about some of the outcomes or the results we achieve. I mean, I mean that's something that's very important to do. Um, across Tipper, we now uh, operate housing and supports across Tipperary, Carlow and Tipperary. And so far this year, as a small specialist approved housing body, we've managed to deliver 75 units. That's 75 homes, um, which is 75 solutions. Um, But we're so reliant on local authorities and other AHBs to provide those solutions to our customer base as well. No, we're not coming from anywhere else. No, we have the, we have the budget on Wednesday, and I know you're going to be back here on uh, Casey Lord yes. Live talking with our Unani uh, Will Downing on Wednesday morning about it. But can I just ask you, like briefly, what are, I mean, what's your hope now, or what do you think might might pass on Wednesday that will be of benefit, or actually, sadly, on the contrary to you, and to, to homelessness yeah. in Ireland? What are you worried about? Well, I would like to see because, like, I I would not be someone who would who would want to portray private landlords as doing something wrong either by selling up and getting out. I think the sector has become overregulated for for landlords, and and sometimes when you consider the outcome and the level of taxation for for someone with a single unit, that's a very difficult space to be in. So so I think legislation or tax incentives. To stay in would be most of them because it's more immediate. You can see results in the short term from an action like that. Of course, we need to see more and more money being poured into um, housing solutions to providing uh, social housing and affordable housing solutions. We also need to see more specific money in health, mental health, and addiction for homeless people being delivered. And of course, the majority of people are who are homeless are also on social welfare, and I'm sure the speculation of a 12 euro increase, whilst welcomed, um, it's still it, it's still a very challenging time for everyone out there paying their way. Um, inflation still manages to have a big impact. When you hear about the uh, situation over in Gaza and Israel. 
and, and three euro going on on the price of a barrel of oil overnight. That has an implication across the board. Yeah. Um, and it's getting harder and harder for ordinary families and single people to live. Absolutely. So, so I think rather than offering people pepper potted uh, payments, whilst they're welcomed at the time, government need to be imaginative around how they how they put more money into people's pockets. Well, we'll wait to we'll wait to see now. Well, that's what they say. That's what they say that yeah. they're committed to doing. That's but we, well, yeah. that's what they say. But sometimes they say one thing, and you know they're kind of talk at it both sides of their mouth. We'll wait to see what happens or, on or on Wednesday. Sometimes what they offer in one hand, they cannot. They take, take with the other. Yeah, isn't that the truth? Yeah. Isn't that yeah. the truth? Absolutely. Well, I know yeah. you'll be back, as I said there, with uh, our uh, Unani Wildanig on Wednesday morning to talk about the budget and the effects of that, particularly on the work that you do. But in the meantime, Noel Sherry, manager of the Good Shepherd Centre. Church Lane in Kilkenny. Just a reminder that you do have your open day tomorrow or open morning uh, from 11 until 12. So anybody can pop by for a coffee, coffee, cup of tea and a, and a biscuit and just get all the information that they need and find out more about the wonderful work that you're doing, spreading awareness about the work being doing to prevent homelessness in Kilkenny. And thank you very much for taking the time to chat with us this morning. Thank you, Noel. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Carl. Bye. Bye-bye. It's a very, uh, it's a very uh, worrying situation, isn't it, to say the least. If you just joined us, this is KCLR. I'm Carol Dooley. Nice to have your company. I'm in for, for most of the week. And a reminder, our lines are always open to you. So if you have anything that you would like to contribute, if there's something in particular that you would like us to talk about, we'd love to hear from you. 083-306-9696. You can text or you can KCLR WhatsApp. A big happy birthday today to Daniel Breen Gibbons, who is five. Well, aren't you a big boy today? Have a wonderful day. Comes you with loads of love from your mimin and that's Nanny Ryan. We'll continue in just a moment. Stay right there with KCL or Live with thanks to Fairgreen Shopping Centre Carlo, helping you step out of the sweatpants and into style. See fairgreen.ie